Serve Scale Store family. I am so excited because today I've met Ashley Monk coming on to chat with us. And we're talking all about how she serves her local community with her boutique agency and how she offers digital marketing services, but really how offering Facebook and Instagram ad services has taken her business to a brand new level. And I am so excited because we are talking about what it looks like to be a Facebook ad manager. What are the pros and cons how you make a decision, and how you take messy action. So if you are ready to tune in, let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve Scale Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Serve Scale Store family. I am so excited because I have Ashley Monk on here today. And Ashley is a member of the Serve Scale Store community, but also Conversions for Clients, my course that teaches you how to go from knowing nothing about Facebook ads to a client referral machine, knowing how to get conversions for your clients. And so Ashley has went through the course and we are chatting all about her Facebook ad business. And we're recording this in March right now with all of the coronavirus and everything, but she is still rocking her business. So Ashley, tell my audience who you are, who you serve and how you serve them. Hey everybody. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited to hang out, especially with all the chaos that's been going on, but I'm Ashley Monk. I own it media. We're a boutique digital agency that mostly serves local business. We do Facebook ads, organic social media, and email also a handful of business coaches. But more than that, I am a wife. I'm a dog mom to like a super small, loud Pomeranian, <laughs> and then an Alaskan Malamute who's like a hundred pounds and crazy. I'm a worship leader turned business owner. So my background was actually in ministry. And then if it helps you, if you're into all the personality tests, I'm an eight wing seven on the Enneagram an ENTJ on the Myers-Briggs and a DI on the disc. And other than that, I'm an adrenaline junkie, a coffee addict and highly ADHD. So I'll try to, I forgot to take my Adderall before this conversation. So I'll try very hard to focus. <laughs> you are totally okay because I keep us really focused. So you're going to love it. Happy. Perfect. Okay. So I'm an ENTJ. Yes. I am a D, but a very, very high D. Like everything else is pretty low. So very funny. And then what did you say your Enneagram was? I'm an eight wing seven. Okay. I have no idea about the wings and everything. Okay. But I know I'm an Enneagram eight. I love it. We're like the same. The person. same. It's perfect. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so let's dive into your business. So I did not know you were in ministry before yeah. online. So tell us how that happened. So the long story short is that was really my background for a long time was working for mega churches. So I actually lived in Florida for a little bit, worked at another church up here. I'm from Indianapolis, but that was really my background. And so I worked for in India, a church of about 10 to 15,000 and then in Florida a church about probably about 30 to 40,000 now. And I actually got a lot of marketing experience because at that point it functions more like a nonprofit. But all that to say, I was in music ministry, a Bible major in college. And when I got engaged, I moved back 
to Indianapolis. So the short version of how I got into my business was I realized really quickly when I went and transitioned into property management that we, as a smaller company, didn't have a ton of marketing plans and procedures in place. So I get to start subcontracting with some of the agencies through that position and use that because at the time I actually wanted to start kind of a passion project that was selling Bible study resources. But through that project and through all the marketing I had been doing, I was like, I actually really like marketing more than that was just kind of my niche and my sweet spot. So about, it would have been 10 months ago now, my business is 10 months old, is when I finally transitioned and was like, I, I really want to kind of continue to build a business in marketing. And then here we are today. Ah, I love that. Okay. So what all services do you offer like you personally? And when did you start offering Facebook ads? Okay. So I started out mostly doing organic social media and blog content, but I was kind of just a jack of all trades marketer, just trying to figure out like pretty much anything I could do or learn, I would be all over it. But right now myself, I pretty much exclusively just do Facebook ads, organic social media, and occasionally for local businesses, I'll do email marketing. And then I do have a really small team of a few different contractors that are local that'll help with other things like brand photography, design work, copyright things like that. Uh, that's so cool. Okay. So with Facebook ads, were you doing that before with the church? Was that something you got into? Like when did the Facebook ads come into this? You're going to love this story so much. So Facebook ads started mostly when I was subcontracting and working in property management and I wanted to run ads to a course that I created. But what I ended up doing was I bought probably three different courses from like Course Envy or just random things that I would find on YouTube. And so my experience with Facebook ads before Rick's course and before your course was understanding how to basically show ads to people in different countries and get really cheap lessons. <laughs> and basically by followers. So that was, but what was happening was there was just Facebook ads were changing so quickly and there just were not any courses on the market that really actually talked. So when I got connected to you through somebody else that I knew in the online space, I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I went into it thinking, okay, I know a little bit about Facebook ads. And then when I went through Rick's course and then I was like, I, I know nothing. Like I just need to, yeah, start over. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That is so funny because that is something that I am so against. And I even turned down clients that want to do that. And that's yeah. so funny. And I think that's the problem sometimes is when we, and it's not just Facebook ads, but when we're looking up anything and we're just on YouTube and we don't right. really know the source and then trying to like figure out what is the right way. When a lot of times if we just invest in like right. a good resource, and it does like most of the heavy lifting for us. And we know what we're learning is out in integrity to ourselves and our clients. And so if you are someone who runs like campaigns and things like that, we're not judging. It's just something <laughs> like I am 100% against. And so I think that's why that story was so funny. Oh, it's hilarious. But I think the thing is, truthfully, I think what happens and you're exactly right, like these investments are a priceless investment in your business. But I think when people are starting out, they just don't even know that resources like this exist. I mean, I had no idea. And so, and I think what was happening with YouTube is those videos, like the lifespan of those videos was well, I think they probably came out a few years ago. So that obviously the content was incredibly outdated, but I didn't know anything differently. And that was really my perception. But yeah, looking back at like, oh my goodness, I would never, ever, ever do that again. But I, I'm with you. People just don't realize, yeah, that that's even a thing. 
Ah, that's so funny. Okay. So you now are doing social media and Facebook ads, like organic and paid traffic. So what do you like about both of those? What is your goals with your business? Oh my goodness. I think I've hit the point. I love the creativity behind organic social media and just that I think it's not that I love organic social media itself, but I think it's just, especially for local business owners, a really important and essential part of the overall strategy that kind of leads to ads. So I think my favorite ways that I've gotten to work with clients, especially locally, is getting to champion those businesses and get them started and kind of build their overall foundation to run organic. And then when I get to start running ads and they grow, they've grown enough of a local following that we can start running campaigns. It's just so cool to get to see just all the growth that happens. So I think an example that comes to mind that makes me so happy is a company, one of my first clients that I started with probably yeah, 10 months ago now. And we started doing all of their organic stuff. We created a huge like 80 sequence email funnel. It was for a wedding planning company trying to get brides in. And then we got to the point where we were ready to start running campaigns and just seeing the leads come in, especially right now, since the auction is so cheap with the coronavirus and everything going on. I think we just ran her second or third campaign. And I think in a day, like our email opt-ins were off the chart. I was so excited. So it's just kind of fun to get to see I think what I'm most passionate about is getting to see that progression. And it's like, you know, that Facebook ads work, but it's just so fun to actually watch the business go from kind of growing and getting to the point where they get to see those results. So organic social media, I feel like it's kind of a means to Facebook ads, but now that I'm running ad campaigns, my favorite part is just the strategy and getting to kind of put something together, see the big picture and then getting to watch it come to life. Yeah. I think my big thing with Facebook ads that you don't necessarily get with organic is it's very black and white. You get that ROI and you're like, yes, this is making a difference. And I think that's my favorite part about it is like, you know, what you're doing is making a difference. And it's kind of like a game too, like organic, the creativity part is fun, but it gets boring over time, I think. But with ads, it's always changing and there's always a new problem to solve, which I also think is just fun because even though the concepts and principles remain pretty similar, unless the platform makes a change, it's just kind of fun to be like, Oh, nope, this doesn't work. Or, Oh, that's interesting. We have to adjust or tweak this. And it just kind of keeps you mentally stimulated, I guess. I would definitely agree. Like even like right now, boomerangs are crushing it, which is weird. Like, oh my gosh, like a boomerang is really what right now is working. But I think that's the thing I like about ads too, is you're always like, you know, some things never change or, you know, like email marketing. Yes. Some things change, but email marketing is email marketing. Like it's what it is. Pinterest. Yes. There's changes, but it's not like anything that's like shattering Facebook ads. You're always on your toes because it's like, okay, static graphic was working three months ago, but now like boomerangs are crushing it. And it's always like ever changing. And I think that's exciting, especially for people who are multi-passionate entrepreneurs. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it's kind of nice too, that that shift is happening to where overly curated content, like you can do something more authentic or organic, like a boomerang. I love that, especially since I'm so passionate about local businesses, like it kind of, it's just so cool to see that authentic content kind of replace some of the over curated things. And it kind of evens the playing field in a sense to open the door for people that maybe weren't running campaigns to have that opportunity if they don't have a huge team behind them to be able to do it. I love that. And now I know what I want to ask you. I love doing launches and everyone knows, like I love the quickness of a launch, but you are all in on local businesses. And I teach like in service skills or niche down and you have done that. 
So tell me why local businesses? I think a lot of it just comes from, I think my superpower, my business is just building relationships. I love to get to see, and I love the online space and I do have some clients that are online, but it's fun for me and I truly enjoy, I don't have kids. So I like, I do have more time. And so it's, fun for me to get to kind of go meet with my clients face to face and just kind of get to, I don't know, just kind of explore new things. So local businesses, I think part of it is just the face to face relationships that I get to develop. I think also the loyalty and the longevity, I guess with like a launch, like you're three months and you're done. But for local businesses, for the most part, like we'll sign, um, a short-term contract, but they usually they're with you for, for life. So I think that part is kind of fun just getting to build those relationships and to like, I guess the things that I like about the online space where it is so technical, everybody like more, you get to do more advanced things with your marketing strategies, but it's just kind of funny to me when I get to go and meet with a business owner for the first time. And I kind of tell them a little bit about how Facebook ads work and they're just kind of dumbfounded. Like, Oh my gosh, you can track people. Wait, we can retar. And so it's just really fun. I think to see kind of the light bulb turn on in their head and as they kind of watch just the possibilities click. And it's really been fun to just educate them on the potential ways that they can just exponentially increase their business online. So it's just, yeah, it's fun to see that. And I've gotten to work with, and really I kind of carved out, well, I didn't carve out a niche for myself. I guess a niche kind of got carved out for me, but I've been working with a lot of wedding venues, wedding planners, catering companies, companies like that. So that's been fun as well, just because I get to still do some of those super frou-frou girly ads that I love with those different companies. And it's just been great. I love that so much. And one thing I will say is you said you have more time because you don't have kids and we all have the same amount of time in our day. So I just want to preface that because it does not matter. Your time is just as important as a mom that has three kids. So you were just choosing to spend your time in person. And I think there's so much power in that. I love that. Truly testify to the longevity of local businesses. So I have one ad client. He's a local business in my small hometown and I'll probably like keep him forever. And he's been with me. So I started my business in July of 2018 and he started with me in September and he found me on LinkedIn and I'm still like at this moment running ads for him, but he's the that. first person to take a chance on me to run ads. And so I think there's so much into that where like there is longevity because you become, they're not used to like turning over people super quick. So they just keep their team on and you're providing a service that like blows their mind. And so they think you're a superhero. I love that. Oh my goodness. That's so true. Okay. So now let's talk about what was your biggest challenge when you started running ads? Did you have like any mindset blocks or anything like that? Oh my goodness. I could go through a whole list of all the different things when I ran ads. And you know, I think in business, it's like, it's hard to pinpoint the biggest issue because I think what I've noticed as I've grown my business is that there's always some kind of mountain or some kind of roadblock, but each mountain you climb or each hurdle you jump over, it gets easier and easier and you have momentum to jump over the next one. But that being said, I would say with ads, there's a few. So first off, it was just, I didn't know what I didn't know about ads and it was hard. I felt like I was absorbing all of this content in the first course that I took a while ago about what to do. And it was amazing, but I hadn't been running campaigns long enough to even know what I needed to ask. So I was once I finally started getting clients, it was like, oh, okay, there's all these problems that I just didn't even, had I known to expect this or kind of what to do, 
I feel like it was just information overload. And it's like, okay, what do I do? So that was a challenge. Mindset money, that was a huge challenge that I continue to work on. And I think each time I increase my prices, it gets easier and easier, but it's still a shift that I'm working to develop. I mean, when I started my business, $30 an hour felt like it was so much money to be asking for. And then when I started moving to retainers, it felt so expensive. And then now that I am running campaigns and see, I'm like, oh yeah, like when I started, I couldn't remember. I think it was another group that, yeah, when we went through Rick's course, and I was like, maybe I should just run ads for like, $300 a month and you and some of the other people were like, no, absolutely not. And I didn't realize at the time until I started doing the work that, oh yeah, there's no way. There is so much work that goes into this. Like, I'm so glad that I didn't do that. But that being said, price was and still is a hurdle that I'm kind of adjusting. And then finally too, niching down on what type of campaigns that I want to run. I think until you have a little bit of experience, it's just so hard to kind of know what you want to do when it's almost like we have too many options and we become paralyzed because you're just like, I don't know, there's plenty of opportunities. What do I do? So that being said, those are probably a few of the roadblocks, but what I've loved about conversions for clients is just the community and just being able to have people to troubleshoot. Once I did start running campaigns, it's like, okay, I feel like I can breathe a little bit easier because when I was just running them on my own before I took any courses, it was like, well, I guess we'll just see what happens and hope that <laughs> this client doesn't get mad at me or I hope I'm doing the right thing. I don't know. Whereas now, even as I kind of feel like I've gotten a little bit of a hand or not a little bit, but like I, I'm running campaigns every day. Like I, I know what to look for. Even then, every now and then I'll come across something and I'm just like, I need help. And I love being able to have that community to just jump to and be like, okay, y'all, like, what am I missing here? Sometimes it's something really stupid. Like I didn't, I'm not looking at clicks or I'm looking at the wrong date. And I'm like, I, I need to stop working 17 hour days, <laughs> but it's just nice to be able to be like, okay, there's moral support. And even when I have just total blonde moments like that, I'm like, okay, there's somebody I can go to for help. And I would agree with that. Cause that's something I didn't have coming out of the gate, even with the amazing course I took to learn ads, there was no community for me just to tap into, to really like ask, like, and just confirm, am I doing this right? Like, you know what you're doing, but you just want that confirmation from people like, yes, you got this, like do it. And Ashley's talking about changing the date window and not <laughs> And soon as she posted, I was like, your date's not set right, which that is not a blonde moment. That happens to every ad manager. But I think also like having a group to be like, hey, that happens to everyone, <laughs> like makes you like more confident, like, oh, okay, I'm not alone in this. And then with niching down, I think we've chatted about this and we yeah. niche down to serving Facebook and Instagram ads. And that's the service that is a way to niche down. Like that is niche down. Now it does become easier when you take it a step further, which you have, you're serving local businesses. And then if you were to take it a step further and serve wedding pros, holy cow, then the sky's the limit and it does become easier, but you are niched down. But I think there's a lot to be said with trying out local and online businesses when you're first starting out to figure out what is your thing because you yeah. never know. I couldn't agree more. It's just hard to know until you actually get in there like, okay, I like this or I don't like this. Yeah, until you have that experience and you don't have any kind of 
foundation or any way to compare it. It's so hard. And there's, there's definitely pros and cons. I mean, it's nice to be able to have local businesses, but then at the same time, sometimes I don't know, there's just, you are giving up and sacrificing some of your time to go and kind of add more support or kind of hold their hand through different things. Whereas an online entrepreneur would probably already have some of that in place. So sometimes there is more work involved. Um, but for online at the same time, some of those launches can get really, really stressful or when you're dealing with substantially higher budgets, things like that. I mean, that's, that's a trade-off. So there's definitely so many benefits, but then so many challenges that come with both sides. But like you said, you just don't know until you actually, actually try it. Absolutely. So tell me, what is your favorite thing about running ads? So like, you know, there's so many moving elements, there's copy, there's creative, there's actual strategy. What is your favorite part about running ads? Oh goodness. So I am not a designer whatsoever. So I do not enjoy that being said, like I'm, I'm better in Canva now, but I have some people that are amazing that help me, but I enjoy copy in addition to just like really thinking about the whole campaign from beginning to end and like the end goal, especially with local business owners too, that kind of ties into, okay, well, let's get really clear on what your process is, what your offer is. And it's just so cool to kind of see that come to life. And then I don't necessarily enjoy creating the campaign itself as much as I do once all the pieces are in place, kind of going back and kind of checking and seeing, okay, what's working, what's not, how do we adapt? And then seeing those results kind of come in. So I think my favorite thing is just getting to see the big picture kind of come to life. What about you? I'm curious. I don't know if you've ever answered this on the podcast. Oh, dang. You're throwing that question. I know. <laughs> so I like the like high intensity of launches. Like I like the high emotion, high spike. And, but my big thing is I love how black and white it is. Now that's not always true. There is gray areas, but I know like if we spend $10,000 and then a client has a $200,000 launch, that's exciting. Yeah. But on its flip side, it's also you could spend $10,000 and only have $5,000 launch. I mean, there is a flip side to that. However, for the most part, I love how black and white it is. It's like, okay, I'm doing my job or something's not working. And I get that direct feedback from Facebook manager. And I, I really enjoyed that. I love that. That's great. Okay. So what's your least favorite part? Oh, oh my goodness. So I would say it used to be reporting, but that being said, I learned really quickly that most of my clients just really don't care <laughs> about all the fancy report templates. So I kind of threw those out the window and now I just send video recordings of kind of like a quick loom video of a breakdown of the stats they need to know. So pro that's probably not my least favorite part. I would say anymore. Anyway, I would say just going in there sometimes. And if I see something like if I don't know what the problem is for local businesses, a lot of times since I am helping them with other elements too. Or if I'm not, like, let's say they did their own landing page or they created the offer. I think where I get the most frustrated is if it's an area that is kind of outside my control, it's harder to diagnose what the problem is. So that's the only time I feel like I just want to pull my hair out when I'm running a campaign. And then if I finally am looking at their stats and I'm like, okay, this probably is a landing page problem, but that's kind of out of my control. Then it's like, well, crap, what do we do? Kind of a thing. Yeah. Now you're going to throw it back to me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to answer. So my least favorite part, probably reporting, but then oh. also working with online entrepreneurs, they know enough 
I don't want to say annoying. It's not yeah. annoying. Know enough. To be dangerous or. Yeah, and kind of think that they know what's going on when they don't always actually know what's going on. Like they know how to get into ads manager and look at stuff. And so that's probably yeah. my least favorite. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be like, chill out, stay out of ads manager. I yeah. know what I'm doing, but I love my clients. But yeah. working. I have encountered that. And then they're like, but I saw this video. And I'm like, oh my gosh, stop watching videos. <laughs> I've seen that. I had one person tell me at one time, like, hey, can you run a conversion campaign? And I'm like, did you look? Because that's what, like, oh, somebody told me to. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what we've been doing. Stuff like that. I'm, I'm so with you. I'm like, we're, we're fine. Or check this. Or somebody told me this. And it's like, no, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That's so funny. Okay. So tell me what has your life been like, your business been like since you've added Facebook and Instagram ads to your roster of services? Life-changing. I mean, that's moved the needle more than anything in my business. I think, so the hard part, I think with organic social media and email is people know that they need it, but the value proposition is not as high. I think mostly because even though there's so much value and creating really quality organic content is hard. I think because it's more challenging to the measure the results, a lot of business owners just don't see the value aside from saving time. But that being said, even though it is kind of a premium service, I feel like a lot of the perception is just that it's not as important or anyone can do it. I mean, that's not true, but that's, I think what a lot of business owners think. Whereas Facebook ads, Instagram ads, I mean, people are like, oh yeah, I can boost a post, which I just always put my hand on my face. And I think I was teaching a workshop a few weeks ago and somebody said, well, I'm running ads because I boosted a post and I just literally audibly just moaned. It was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> but all that to say, other than those people, I mean, I think night and day people recognize just the skill and the mindset and the training that it takes to run successful ad campaigns and they do see the value. And so for me, that has made it significantly easier to sign on clients because they know that it's going to be really challenging. Even if they, I've probably taught two or three intensives now. And usually by the time we finish the intensive, they decide to hire me just because even after two or three hours, they realize, yeah, this is just, this is too much. And so I think that helps a service almost sell itself because it is so technical and not to mention, I mean, it is an art and a science. Not only do the creative components have to be in place, but so does the testing and so does the reporting and you have to know what to look for and then you have to be able to diagnose problems. And so I don't want to say, I think anybody, if they apply themselves, can be an effective Facebook ads manager, but it is a lot of work. And so I think for my business, the way that Facebook ads have just completely changed it is that people can recognize that a lot more quickly. And once they decide and are ready to invest, it's very, it's a no brainer to close that service for sure. I love that. There's so much power in elevating your services and Facebook and Instagram ads are definitely a way to elevate your services. I want to ask you for someone who's on the fence and they're like, Oh, do I like learn Facebook and Instagram ads? Should this be a service I'm offering? But they're just like on the fence. What is your advice for them? I think the best thing that you can do if you're kind of on the fence and you don't know what you want your niche to be, I think before you invest in a course, I mean, obviously once you've gotten some feedback, the next step is to invest in a course. But if you're kind of at that point where it's like, well, would I like to do it? Would I not? I would recommend that they go in Facebook groups, like larger Facebook groups and just ask for help. Like, Hey, like, 
who runs Facebook ads in this group? Like, what do you enjoy about it? What do you hate about it? Or like, what would you tell somebody that's thinking about starting out? I think it's just kind of getting that feedback and then also having self-awareness to know in your business what you like and what you don't like. Because even if you don't know if you enjoy running Facebook ads, you'll know if you're more detail oriented or more big picture oriented, or if you prefer strategy or if you prefer just like creating really great images or video content. And so I think understanding those questions can help you determine, okay, if Facebook ads is a combination of some of those things, like what aspects would I enjoy and not enjoy? And then that can help determine, okay, should I really just write advertising copy? I mean, for Facebook ads, that's kind of its own niche, or should I just create ad images? Or really, should I just be an ads manager instead of a strategist? So I think getting that feedback and then having other people that are in that space kind of guide you in the right direction is so invaluable. I love that advice. And I will say that one thing is as someone who I like creating copy or not copy, I do not like to create copy. It just takes me a long time, but I love like creating graphics in Canva. I love the strategy, but copy and reporting are not things I love, but I'm still able to be a super successful Facebook ad manager, even though those two are probably my least, like when it comes to really big elements of it, you can still be super effective. Even if there's like one element of Facebook ads you don't like, you can outsource it or you can just learn to do it like me. Yep. And so I think there is a lot of moving pieces. And if you are someone who's like multi-passionate, like Facebook ads are such a great service. And my advice always is to go to Facebook's blueprint. You can type in like Facebook blueprint course or something and go through there. It's their free Facebook ad course. I will tell you, it's not very good for like actually running ads, but it'll kind of give you a taste if it's actually something that's for you. And if you think you would enjoy it. And so Ashley, this has been so amazing, but it would not be an episode without some rapid fire. So are you ready? I love it. Okay, let's do it. So what is your favorite part of your business? Ads at this point, ads hands down. Yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite software tool that you can't live without? I do not go a day without using ClickUp. My whole life is in ClickUp. I have worked with Asana, Trello, Rike, and then ClickUp. I switched to about probably nine months ago. I, I couldn't live without it. I really couldn't. Were you using ClickUp before Serve Skillsource? I was, and I was so excited when you came in. I was like, yes, but there were things in Serve Scale Soar that I didn't even know about ClickUp that I was just like, <gasps> like I didn't realize the calendar view because I mostly work in calendar view could actually go to like day view and you could time block. And when I found that out, I was like, what is this? Like it has changed the game, but I love ClickUp. Oh man, and the new ClickUp course we're doing inside Serve Scale Soar is going to be launching. And so your mind is going to be blown. Oh, I can't wait. I love it. And if you're interested in ClickUp, we'll make sure to link that below. We do have a 20% discount off the business plan. So we will link that below for you. Okay. So what is the best conference you've ever been to live or in person? So this is crazy because I have never been to a conference. So Serve Scale Soar Live will be my first conference that I get to attend. So super excited about that. But yeah, after that, if anybody's got any recommendations, let me know. Or if you have one that I should go to. Yeah, I've been to a lot. On my list this year is Kajabi. I'm going to be going to Kajabi's for the first time in September, which I'm really excited about. And then I have some ones that are like part of paid programs that I'm doing. Love it. ConvertKit conference is so good as well. I highly recommend that one. Okay. Okay. So tell me the best piece of business advice you've ever received. 
Okay, I would say there's two that kind of go hand in hand. One is to start before you're ready and to launch ugly. And so kind of really what I mean by that is I, I think we all wait until we have all the pieces in place or have a clear path or we just wait and wait and wait for, until everything is perfect and it never will be. And so when it comes to growing your business, I mean, there are always going to be pivots. There are always going to be roadblocks and we just kind of have to adjust as we go. And so if I would have waited to start and continue to start offering services by the time I had everything all together, I wouldn't have a business right now. It's just impossible. So I think especially with the nature of Facebook ads or really any industry in the online space, it's constantly changing. And at some point you just have to launch. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect, but some people may disagree with me on that one, but I don't care if sometimes posts go out for me and there's like my subtitles are screwed up. And it's just one of those things like, Hey, you know what? It was my first video post and I got it out. So I'll just make a joke about it. <laughs> Whereas other people get a little bit more perfectionistic and that's okay. It's a difference in philosophy maybe, but you know what? Had I waited until I took the time to just figure out something simple like that, I wouldn't have posted at all. And so I'm just a firm believer of starting before you're ready. And then if you still do feel stuck, I guess the third piece of advice that kind of is complimentary is to always invest in coaching. That is the one area of my business that I do not regret a single penny that I have spent on coaching, not only for the direct feedback that I've gotten from coaching, but also the relationships that develop. I mean, that has substantially moved the needle in my business, I think more than anything else. I love that. And I would totally agree with all of that. I always talk about messy action is better than no action. And especially with Facebook ads, you get so much clarity once you're actually running the ads than you ever do by just taking a course. The course will lead you through, but like you said, until you're in there running campaigns, it's not the same. You can read all day long how to ride a bike, but until you get on the bike, you don't know how to ride a bike. And so I love, love, love that. Okay. So Ashley, you did not know I was going to ask you this, but you were one of our founding members of conversions for clients. So tell me what is your favorite part or what has been the most impactful part of that course? Oh my gosh. It's hard to even come up with one answer because I love all of it. Like it's amazing. If I had to boil it down to one thing, the entire course is fantastic. The content is amazing. Your teaching style is just so easy to follow and easy to implement. But I think the most value just comes from the community that you've created within the course. I mean, that alone, just the support and the answers to questions, I mean, that's priceless. I mean, that I would think would even be, because the content is amazing, but that would even be an upsell that I just, oh my gosh, it's, it's just amazing to know, okay, if I feel stuck or overwhelmed, I can pop in the Facebook group, like, I would pay a membership all night long just to stay in that because really being able to learn from people that are in the same industry as you and doing the same thing in troubleshooting, I think that's how we become the most effective. So I love all of it, but the community and the relationships that have come through the course are probably the best part for sure. So you were the first one to be on the podcast for conversions for clients. And the funny thing is I was expecting like something else, but it looks like my superpower is just building community. I love it. I love it. Well, the content is amazing, but it's just so nice to be able to be like, okay, like I feel stuck because I love the content, but when I'm freaking out or stressed out, I can go in the group and be like, okay, Brandy and some of the other people that are running ads are like, are literally gonna, I could go back through the course and watch it. But when I'm in crisis mode and I'm just like, Ah, help. I just love knowing that I have a place that I can go and just be like, 
guys, I don't know what to do right now. Like, <laughs> help. But it's just, the course itself is just so fantastic too. I mean, the files and everything. I mean, it, it's incredible for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, Ashley. So tell my listeners where they can like, just reach out to you, say thank you and ask you any questions they may have. I love it. We are officially on Instagram now just for the purpose of running our own ads, but you can find us on Facebook at media digital marketing. And then our website is buyitmedia.com. So like written by it media. And then my personal accounts on everything are I am Ashley Monk. If you want to send me a DM or hang out. And Ashley, we will link up everything below. And thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Y'all, that was such a good episode. And I am so excited because Ashley has just taken some messy action and seen some big results. She started out Googling and running campaigns to likes of other countries. And now she's crushing it with her Facebook ad business and has grown her own boutique agency. And I could not be more excited for her and the progress that she's seen in these last few months. And so if you're like, I think that Facebook ads may be right for me, then join me in my free video workshop. We are going to be doing three videos to walk you through if Facebook ads are even right for you to elevate your services. And if you are ready to get started, head to Brandy Mouse training forward slash ads. And we will get you into that training. You can also go to servescalesore.com forward slash ads and register for that training that is coming up. I'm so excited for y'all to go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into your six figure year. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve Scale Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.